Hey, this is Wes Fryer, and today is Sunday, August 18th, 2013. This is a short intro. I don't always do intros for these podcasts on Fuel for Educational Change Agents, but this is a short intro for this one. This was um, the closing keynote at the 2013 iPad Academy of Chicago Public Schools, and this is a tag team effort. I hope I'm going to get everybody's name in here. I may... I may not have everyone, but um, this kicked off with Jenny Majera, and I'm pretty sure Autumn Laidler ch- uh, chimed in here. I know Ben Kovacs did, Anita Orozoko did, Carolyn Skiba did, and I'm pretty sure Christ- uh, Kristen Zimke did. And if I'm forgetting anybody, please forgive me. Um, so this, I ju- my audio started a little bit late. I actually was able to live stream this on Ustream. However, the stream was up and down a little bit, and I, so I tried to get the audio from that Ustream, and it, I didn't get it there either. So anyway, this is just a, a little bit into the presentation when Jenny started. Uh, this was fantastic. Each of them kind of ignite style took a different word important to education, like, for instance, creativity was one, and then talked a little bit about that, shared some slides um, and some ideas. I was so inspired by the iPad Academy at Chicago Public Schools. And, you know, the reason why it was fantastic was because of the team you're about to hear right now. I mean, there's a lot of things, and and definitely they have district support for this, but this team is phenomenal. The collaboration that they have is just um, wonderful. I mean, to be a to be even peripherally connected even for a short bit with the the wonderful energy and creativity and passion for kids and learning that this group has it was a was a huge blessing so i hope you are blessed to be able to hear this audio recording we're back to chicago public schools this past friday on august i think it was right the 15th no maybe it was the 16th I don't even have my calendar out. I think it was the 16th. It was Friday um, to hear the closing keynote address by the wonderful team that created and put together the um, iPad Academy. And I should definitely, uh, I'm not going to be able to, am I going to see their tweets? They have a hashtag that you can follow. Um, yeah, it's uh, B-U-R-N-T-A, which is a combination of, of their schools, of Burley, and then uh, I think it's National Teachers Academy, NTA. So if you want to follow more, you can follow that hashtag. And I will put in a few links to their Twitter IDs as well as that hashtag. So I'm going to be quiet. Here we go. Back to Friday. my students. I can create quick five-minute video many lessons that hit them where they are. So imagine coming into school every day, queuing up your iPad and being like, hey, welcome, Jenny. Here's what's in store for you. Here's a video just for you that might even have your name in it. My kids loved that. They'd be like, how does the iPad know my name? And every once in a while, they'd be like, this iPad really sounds like you, Mr. Merriman. That's so weird that Siri has my voice. Welcome, Apple. But here's the newsflash about videos for education. Wait for it. It's going to blow your mind. Video for teaching, and you can tweet this, <laughs> on video, wait for it, equals, guess what? Video for teaching. So there is no translation app that's like, hey, here's a pretty, you know, that's a great teaching, but it's on video. So wow. wow. So we want to think about where we're 
you can see it. And here's the thing about these big blocks. Here's a bunch of videos in a package. Has anyone ever seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Has anyone ever seen Ben Stein teaching that lesson on woo something? Woo do economics? Um, kind of boring. That's sort of like whatever is behind me also. So instead, what we believe here in Chicago Public Schools is the Dora the Explorer philosophy for video differentiation. And what that means is, is engage your kids. And what I mean by that is we want to make sure that we are being engaging. So when you watch a two-year-old watching Dora the Explorer, they're not like, sometimes they zone out, but most of the time they're like,
And so rather than taking the approach that we all dread, um, we think about using the iPad to do some new things that weren't possible with traditional tools. And one is just simply to use a camera to capture learning and to be able to take something that you've done in the classroom and rather than just have it be one moment in time where, for example, this student in business class sort of books into fiction and nonfiction, but to take a photograph of that that you can say, that you can have, that you can archive, that you can look back on as a learner and that the teacher can see as well to perform instruction. You can take it a step further and capture and narrate work. This is from my friend Bagoni's class. Hi, my name is Christian, and I'm writing a book about iPads. Table of Contents shows you where to go or which page you are on. Labels um, tell you information and it tells you about it. Okay, so instead of just having a final product where, you know, from that final product, I know, okay, you can mimic the table of contents. He can mimic having the labels and having the diagram. I can actually hear him explain his thought process, and this is possible in any subject at any age. You can even, you can also, okay, you can also um, use the iPad to draw and explain your knowledge and your thinking. This is another example for Christian students. Richer information about what students know and are able to do. 
really about access. It's really about being able to open that window into student learning and into student understanding and get a new perspective, new information about your kids. So the information increases, the information improves in quality, and you're able to embed it in instruction. If you're not buying a product or someone else is deciding what you want to know, you as the teacher can decide what you know about, the, about your kids and get that information when you need it. That leads to powerful, relevant, effective teaching, which ultimately leads all where we want to go, which is to have kids who can learn, grow, and succeed. The most important piece about assessment is that you do measure what you value. And if we value critical thinking, creativity, problem solving, and what if I said <laughs> collaboration, and remote spend work, those are the things you have to measure, and kids have to have a way to show that. We as teachers have to have a way to gather it, and now thanks to technology, we do.
students centered learning. And, and blogs are a great way that we do that. We share our learning with not only our students in our building, but across the world. We also have access. Kids are creating videos to share with each other that are independently saying, I'm going to share this information. I'm going to be the teacher in, in this algebraic expression. We even use our students to share what they know about how to make devices or how to use apps. And today I'm going to show you how to use Docery. With Docery, you can you can draw, you can draw, you can make regular print, you can do paintbrush, and if you're doing like a project, you can make lines, and you can do all kinds of square and circles. And if you want to, you could even. So did I have to teach? Malia, how to use Docery? No, she's an independent learner. She had some time. She played with it, and boom, she knew how to do it better than I did. She showed me more things than I had even known. So it's about empowering our students. When we create independent learners, we empower them. And we do that also by having them have authentic did learning you know experience. I'm awesome? Did you know I have a plug in my work? Hi, it's Jim. So our students, our students are empowered. They're telling, they're telling me, I'm a blogger. This is my experience. This is, I'm getting to choose what my educational path is, and I can even teach adults in that process. And so, uh, it's it's about empowering our students and giving them a voice in their education. And now I'm going to pass it off to uh, Autumn, who's going to share about creation. Creativity and for a lot of people, that's a very scary word. Bringing it into your classroom, doing it yourself, it takes courage. So, with that being said, the reason that you take that risk is for these people right here. This is my fourth graders right here, and you can see that I have lots of them. And you can also see that when people see this picture, they see a lot of things. They see nine-year-olds, they see fourth graders. Some people see an A student, some people see a D student, some people see disability, some people see a rip band, and some people see a test score. But when we bring creativity into our classroom, we can change the way we see our students and the way they see themselves. So when I first went into iPads and I thought about what I wanted to do, and I thought about what is it that I can do that's going to help my kids, that's going to help me, that we're all going to feel like this is something important. And creativity, I'm not going to tell you to do what I did. I'm not going to tell you the same as Jenny and Carolyn Mia said. There's no one way to do this right. Pick the path that works for you. And make sure that what you're choosing is something you and your kids can be creative with. So for me, that was iMovie. So movies in general, we know are creative, right? We give kids an iPad, we let them make a movie. They'll make a movie about anything. I love Vine, so I know that's true. You can make a movie about anything. So with that being said, I said, how can I use iMovie in my classroom. Yeah, I can have the kids make, you know, typical stuff. But what if we got creative about the content? What they made their movies about? What if we got creative about why they're even making these movies? 
What if we got creative about how our kids work together to build a movie? And then I think, too, when all of those things get considered, we get creative about what our kids are standing in front of when they're making their movies. And we get creative about what they're writing about when they do that. And as you can see, movie making isn't just about movie making. It's about a lot of other things and skills that we want our kids to have. And then if we think about who sees our kids' movies and what kind of audience we can give them, or they can give themselves, movie making becomes transformational. So this is my friend David, and one of the things I purchased this year for $30 at the fabric store, apparently I don't know how to shop in their sales, is some green fabric. And for the green fabric, that becomes your green screen. And I would put my kids in front of it, and they'd be like, this doesn't look like it's going to be a good movie, Miss Lather. I'm just standing in front of green. And I was like, well, wait, you can do more with that. So the green screen, oops, the green screen, if you saw the little girl standing in front of the background of the rainforest, becomes their magic carpet. They can take that green screen to any set that they want that they can create. So my students did that. They used the green screen and they made their own backgrounds and they said, this is where I'm taking you in my movie today. So that was an example when my kids made movies about biomes. And in science, a lot of people, when you say you're a science teacher, they're like, yeah, I'm going to go to Because, you know, it's content. People think, well, content's boring. And as you can see, it doesn't always have to be. So when we start seeing what we can do and what's possible in our classroom, we see our kids differently. And I think importantly here, you'll see they see themselves differently. These are kids watching their own iMovie. And I want you to watch how engaged they are, their expressions on their faces, how excited they are to be starring in an iMovie. And they see themselves in it, they see their humor, they see what they did great, they work together on this. So relationships they form together to do this, the confidence that they had to show that and share that, the pride that they feel from being a movie maker, from writing that script, from creating that background, is transformational in a classroom. And again, when we start to see that with our students, they see it in themselves. They see talents and gifts that they weren't sure that they had or could be used at school. They see it in their friends. So when they said, you know what, that kid always in reading class has to get pulled for that group. But did you see that boss slide you made in that movie? So we see each other's gifts and talents differently when we bring creativity into our classroom. And to me, that was a really transformational impact.
education. and drag it over. No. You just let them have the opportunity 
to explore. Let them have the opportunity to get creative, to be the experts, and to play. Other great thing about Hopscotch is that you can actually choose how you want to start your script, how you want to start your function. Kids can choose to shake the iPad to make their robot move, right? They can choose to flip it. They can choose to clap and make loud noise.
Thank you for her nice letter. This is relevancy and authenticity excuse me, in a connected world. When we connect, we engage students as experts. This fall, as Hurricane Sandy hit the East Coast, one of my students was trapped in New York City. And as kids came in, they were worried about George. And because I knew his family followed our classroom on Twitter, I said, well, let's tweet George and make sure that he's okay. And so we, we sent a tweet to George's mom and asked George, hey, can you report about the storm? What's happening? And George writes back that he's there for reporter duty. And throughout, throughout the day, my students had the opportunity to connect with a specialist, an expert, live from the storm. How, how fast is the wind? Is there flooding? Are people in the water? George writes back, the wind is gusting at 43 miles an hour. <laughs> and so, so what is this really? This is the first opportunity for my students to get information from a peer. No longer are they relying on CNN, the news, their parents to report what's happening in the world. Now, they have their classmates and friends reporting live from the storm via Twitter, via, via conference call, videos, Instagram. And an unintended outcome, George was stuck in New York City for a long time. And he connected with our class for the next seven days until he got home every day because now we're teaching and learning in a connected world. When we connect, we transform collaboration. This year we went outside our classroom and connected with Autumn and Ben's class and did a cross-cutting inquiry
the learning community. All right, when we connect, we invite our kids to get that feedback that matters. And when we connect, we empower our kids, and that's what it's all about.
students have responded, or I'm sorry, people have responded to Justice Center. And it was part of a bigger collaborative expert network with Autumn's class and her project SOS Chicago, students offering, um, students offering solutions to the local violence and just terrible atrocity that we do have here in Chicago. And that's just stand by to make something happen. Um, you know, first graders can talk about how to be more peaceful and use better language. Um, her kids can talk about joining other networks. Our kids also lead our professional development, and when they lead it, dance card is full. There's no more room in the session. Uh, we had a packed house, and the students acted as uh, facilitators for this thing called Apps V Dating, where they create love matches between teachers and apps. And so these kids, I just stood in the back and watched them do everything. <laughs> Does it? 
volunteer to, uh, to share something. A demo slam is typically under two minutes. Uh, we'll have people in the front who are helping you time. Uh, Dave and Holly helped us do this today. Dave's timer said get off the stage, so the whole time we were talking to you, we were like, oh, God, I'm a little intimidated. But the point is, is to, it's like quick, it's fast-paced, and it's exciting. And what's really powerful about a demo slam is you leave with a million new ideas. We're going to be um, off to the sides during the demo slam working on a collaborative Google document, writing down and archiving all the links, ideas, everything that you share, and then we're going to send that out so you're going to have a takeaway, almost like a make-it take. Now, some of you might be like, oh, I don't feel really comfortable with this. I don't want to stand on that stage. They all seem crazy. I don't want to get close to them. <laughs> but here's how we're going to incentivize you. For those of you who demo slam, you're not going to get one, but two bonus raffle tickets with your name on it thrown into the pot for those free iPad minis. So basically, I'm telling you, you might definitely maybe get an iPad mini if you demo slam. I don't know how probability works being a math teacher, but <laughs> three tickets are better than one. And you don't have to go around to the vendors again. So go ahead to tinyurl.com slash CPS demo slam. We're going to tweet that link. We're going to send it out to the registrants. We're just going to stop you in the hall and ask you if you signed up. And we'd love to have as many of you share what you know as possible. CPS demos. And for those of you who can't get on, that's okay because you can do this all day. We're going to shut down um, sign-ups after lunch. So you have all the way until the end of lunch to sign up to demo slam. And we really, 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 really want to hear what you have to say and what you know. Raise your hand if you need the URL just another minute. Alright, so we'll leave that up. If you want to, uh, you can take a photograph of it, use that technology to take a picture of the screen. So we can't wait to learn from you this afternoon. Raffle tickets will be collected as you enter the demo slam. For those of you who sign up for the demo slam, we'll reach out to you via email. So watch your email after you sign up and uh, talk to you more about how it's going to work. And you will have three of your names in the demo slam fishbowl. I'm sorry, the raffle fishbowl. So you can hopefully win one of the two iPad things. Thank you so much for uh, learning with us this morning. We can't wait to